This is a life skill. This is just like learning to write or learning uh, math or learning computer coding. I, I really think that knowing how to have an effective personal presence on the web is a life skill. Your weekly digital marketing trends with industry trend-setting guests. You're listening and watching Edge of the Web. Here and see more at edgeofthewebradio.com. Now, alongside Tom Broadbeck, here's your host, Aaron Sparks. Okay, hey, welcome back to The Edge. You found a jewel of a show today. I kid you not. We're welcoming back a guest of the show. His last appearance was four years ago, if you can believe that. Not many podcasts can actually say that. You know that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that we've been around for four, four years. years, five years, five and a half years, Tom. Crazy, yep. It is crazy. But this guest, he is something. He's written his most recent book on a subject that is probably near and dear to the hearts of most of our listeners, uh, Getting Known. Uh, that it's a pursuit of marketers and the clients that they market for. They, you know, the concept of personal branding is quite relevant in digital marketing and is usually daunting if you look at the heavy traffic and the glut of content that's out there. I mean, it's, it's crazy. How do you get known? How do you start? Well, I've been reading his book, and uh, we are proud to be able to have on the show today Mark Schaefer, author and executive director of Schaefer Marketing Solution. Fantastic insights tonight, uh, today. It's this today? afternoon. It's afternoon. <laughs> More insights from top digital marketers today on The Edge. Okay, we're broadcasting from Edge Media Studios located in downtown Indianapolis, Indiana. Every week we bring you uh, the latest trends in digital marketing and marketing influencers. Uh, check out our recent shows at edgeofthewebradio.com. We're power powered by Site Strategics, your digital marketing pioneer spe specializing in agile marketing strategy and execution. So learn more at sitestrategics.com. Hey, I'm your host, Aaron Sparks, uh, founder and CEO of Site Strategics. And uh, with me is Tom Broadbeck, Digital Marketing Director of Edge Media Studios. Hello. Hello. Good to have you on board again. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Uh, Tom, tell us, tell us why we do what we do on this show. We do this because we want to become known. <laughs> You're not playing up to the, to the <laughs> guest, are you? No, not at all. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know what? Uh, I, I just want to actually introduce our guest here because I really want him to, to contribute in some of our news. Mark Schaefer. Mark, how are you doing today? Couldn't be better. And it's it's perfectly fine to play up to the game. <laughs> <laughs> you have my permission. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good to see you, sir. And welcome back to the show. It's great to be back. And congratulations on the long-running series. Um, I just recorded the 100th episode of my own podcast with my co-host, uh, Tom Webster. And it, we do it every other week. So it's taken us yeah. four years to get the hundred episodes. <laughs> so congratulations. That's you've beat the odds. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I just didn't know uh, when to quit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, I'm, li I'm listening to your, your podcast avidly. Uh, uh -huh. uh, you're, you're the, uh, the uh, repartee between you and Tom is, is fantastic. And uh, you're always delivering some great nuggets of gold. And my thank God, you, thank you. you're more than welcome, more than welcome. And on top of that, Tom is, 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 a, is a crack wit. You, you can't get anything by him. I mean, nope. sliders, you know, fastballs, he's right there. We do have a lot of fun. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, uh, we certainly uh, want to uh, reach out to our sponsor. The segment is actually brought to you by SEMrush, uh, the world's leading competitive intelligence and keyword research tool trusted by over one million online marketers every day to give them the edge yeah. Yeah, over the competition. So if you want to see exactly where your competitors are advertising today uh, online, then head on over to SEMrush.com forward slash edge of the web radio. Oh, oh forward slash edge of the web there you go to get your 14 day free trial they don't offer out a trial for just anybody and you get a 14 day trial of the entire tool very nice it's a great tool yes it is very very cool um hey uh, mark have you ever used sem rush i have used sem rush my clients have used sem rush and it's 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 a, it's a great tool Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, uh, I wanted to get you on board early here and jump into the news because we got a lot of social media news to, 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 to dive into. You ready for that? Sure. All right. So let's take you through the latest digital marketing trends. I was very excited to start my reportings. This week's trending topics. Okay. Jumping into the saddle here from Adweek, uh, from David Cohen. Uh, Facebook is testing a beefed-up version of its local search. Uh, so Facebook is quietly testing enhancements of its local search functionality, the social network confirmed by Sarah Perez over at TechCrunch via both mobile and desktop. Some users, including the, the, art, the, uh, the article author, uh, who enter queries such as bars nearby or restaurants nearby into their search bars are seeing information on those businesses, including address, phone numbers, hours operation, ratings from Facebook users, five, the five-star system, and numbers of users who have rated them. Pricing? Wow. Dollar signs from one to four uh, with, uh, you know, the, the rating uh, one being lowest to four being highest. Maps, photos, and whether friends have checked into those businesses. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark, you want to you wanna take a stab at this one? What do you think about this new beefed up search? Well, it's, it's interesting. Um, they had actually tried something like this a couple of years ago, and it makes a lot of sense. Search on Facebook has actually tripled in the last two years. Yeah. I think we have quite a lot of people on Facebook who just never leave. Mm -hmm. and, and, they, and Facebook increasingly is becoming an important place for discovery. And of course, Facebook wants you to do that because they want you to have more dwell time on their site and, and connect in ways that eventually will drive commerce. So yep. um, I, I think it's a, it's a very interesting, it just makes a lot of sense. It really does, and I mean, with the with the concept of Facebook not wanting you to leave that garden wall, right? Wanting everything in that ecosystem that, that basically drives everything they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember one of our other podcasts, uh, at least not in the U.S., but like in Mexico, mm -hmm. people think the internet is Facebook. Like, so, yeah. you know, so it, it's, it's that way sense. in a lot of countries. Yeah. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So they're just now rolling it out. Uh, you're going to start seeing uh, more and more of that in search. Uh, I don't think this is a test. I think they're just rolling it out, and they're just getting some maybe some influencers advocating it, and then, boom, it's there. Um, from TechCrunch, from John uh, Constein, uh, Facebook Messenger now lets you privately share your live location for an hour. Tell us about that, Tom. So within the Facebook Messenger app, uh, you can hit a little button, and for an hour... You'll be, your your friends uh, and, and and the message could get a beacon of where of where you will be, mm -hmm. and so 
I mean, it'd be great for meetups if you're at a conference, a marketing conference like that, that you could say, hey, I'm hanging out at this bar. Oh, cool. Or whatever. Um, I, I, it's, I'm a little confused on how it is within Messenger, so you can't really... I, mean, I guess if you do a group message, mm-hmm. but you can't really like broadcast it. Broadcast it. I was just thinking more of a, a marketing ploy for companies that could do like a uh, a search and find, yeah. uh, find a, whatever you want to call it. You know, have marketing things local by. Say, hey, you've got an hour to get here, and you can do some neat contests with that sort oh, of thing yeah, yeah. as well. Huh. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of an interesting. It is, it is it is cool. Uh, Mark, do you happen to ha- remember a uh, website a long time ago called stealmystuff.com? Yeah, I wrote about that on my blog. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was one of the dumbest things ever. <laughs> no, no, was it steal my stuff or please rob me? Please rob me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Please, please rob, rob me. Please <laughs> yeah, literally, like literally, go ahead and explain it. Well, there's a lot of danger associated with this. I mean, there's a cool thing. Yeah. You know, I was oh, just absolutely. at a conference and, you know, like I was at South by Southwest. All right. There's 100,000 mm-hmm. people there. Right. And you'd kind of like to know where are your friends. And that's, you know, that's what Foursquare kind of did for a while. Yeah. But I was really thinking, well, how do I, how do I connect with people? How do they know where I am? And, you know, how do I let them know where I am in a really simple way? And so uh, I think there's, there, there could be a lot of beauty in this. And I think it's also significant that your location disappears in an hour. Absolutely. Because Facebook tried something like this before and some hacker was able to like to put together maps of where you've been and mm-hmm. and uh, and again it kind of goes back to the you know please rob me days <laughs> uh, where it's a little you know it's it's a little spooky so you know this having it disappear in an hour I mean maybe that's even a, a little too long yeah but, yeah 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 but it but, could be useful I mean they well they're making more value out of that messenger tool and make really making it more of a group dynamic than a one-to-one yeah. communication it's going to be huge i mean it's going to it's it's a messenger is going to be huge all the all the trends are moving yeah. that way yeah for the first time i don't know if you guys saw this or not but at the end of 2015 more people were engaged in these private networks than public social media the lines crossed oh wow for the, yeah for the first time i mean private media is now bigger than so than social media and it makes social media is still growing but things like Messenger, Snapchat, yep. WhatsApp. I mean, it, it, it's just exploding. Well, it's that, fraction, that, that fractionalized uh, niche that, uh, that, that any person can now carve out for themselves that this is my aperture and this is all yeah. I want to come through this aperture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the next level of, of qualification. But I, I'm, I'm, I still think that uh, I'm not a huge proponent on the ad space inside of Messenger. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I just, I mean, I want it clean. I want to have that space where if I'm talking to a group or individuals, don't, I mean, ads are everywhere else. Just don't, <laughs> don't pee in my pool, man. <laughs> <laughs> I may use that as a blog post. <laughs> don't pee in my pool, man. <laughs> uh, from, from marketing land, uh, last one up here from Tim Peterson, Facebook's shoppable collection ad, speaking of ads, is its latest iAd-like format. So um, that's uh, over at Marketing Land. Facebook's collection ads combines brand and direct response elements like video and product catalogs and, and coincide with the new measurement category that they have there. Uh, just to read on, uh, Thursday, Facebook unveiled the, the showy new 
shopping ad format called Collection, the latest addition to the line of immersive mobile-only ad formats that it introduced with the iAd-like Canvas in September 2015. If Canvas was aimed at brands looking to attract attention, Collection is intended for marketers as concerned with driving awareness as sales. So um, they're doubling down again uh, in, in the ad space, and it's much more transactional this time around. So it's not just brand support. Sure. It is getting into that gallery uh, of images and ultimately going to have product linkage straight over to, uh, yeah. to the checkout process, right? Yeah, when we talked about last week with uh, Instagram uh, in their organic posts, how you yep. can link, link ads or link uh, products to a picture. And Pinterest is doing something similar. So this is yep. just another avenue for retailers and uh, apparel companies to take advantage of a unique display that looks different mm-hmm. from a normal news feed. So, yep. Yep. What do you think, Mark? You know, my reaction to that is really, it's like, what took you so long? <laughs> uh, you know, if we, Facebook really is so far behind, um, like WeChat in, in, in China, where you can do everything. Mm-hmm. within one app. And I mean, it's just amazing to me when we see some iteration like this, everybody kind of goes gaga over it where the, when the fact is, I mean, we are so far behind and then compared to some, some other places uh, in the world. And um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good progress, but it's still really iterating compared to where probably e-commerce needs to be on Facebook. Do you think that it's just been this slow uh, acclimation that they would have sca- uh, scared off the audience uh, initially if they would have launched this, say, three or four years ago? Or did, did we adopt, were we so already adopting the environment that it is truly just just a plotting process They could have actually uh, spiked the ball a lot earlier? Oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. <coughs> it's allergy season here in Tennessee. Um you know, I think Facebook is just has a lot going on on a lot of fronts. And the thing about WeChat is pretty much contained to one people group, one language, mm-hmm. one legal system. And, you know, Facebook is fighting a lot of battles and a lot of fires and a lot of competition uh, on a lot of fronts. I mean, uh, WeChat isn't fighting Snapchat. They're not fighting some of these other things. They don't have to worry about what's, you know, the, the, uh, lawsuits in Germany or something like that, right. that, that Facebook is undergoing. So, um, and the other thing is that WeChat has the power to integrate a lot of things where in the, in the United States and other places of the, of the world, e-commerce is a lot more fragmented. So I, I think there's structural things, uh, that are probably keeping, that are slowing the progress on Facebook that WeChat uh, doesn't have to face. No, no they're, they're, they're a Goliath, and they got to attend to a heck of a lot of things. You're absolutely right. All right, well, that's wrap up of the news. Uh, thank you for your for your uh, contribution there, Mike, Mark. That's really fantastic. Um, all right, newsletter sign-up time. Uh, if you want to join the newsletter, just text to the number 22828, the word Edge Talk, and you can join our email newsletter for free. 
We won't use it for anything else. Nothing but, else. But, no. but delivering you great storylines on who we've interviewed, who's upcoming, uh, some some great insights into into some of the things that we talk about regularly, and on top of that, uh, you know, maybe a nugget of gold here or there, and a useful pro tip every once in a while. So check it out. Uh, sign up online, or just go to edgeofthewebradio.com, and you can sign up right there. Uh, at the bottom of the page. Also, make sure you listen to all of our uh, our shows on your favorite favorite podcast listening pat- platform: iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Podbean, Spreaker, Acast. Anything else we have out there? Yeah, I said last week, uh, Player FM. We're getting some listens from Player, Player FM. Player FM. That's right. That's right. That's right. So uh, if we're not where you want us want to hear us, let us know, and we will absolutely get to you. That's kind of creepy. I didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't want to say it that way. Okay, so follow follow all the trends that we're talking about over Edge of the Web Radio. Now, let's bring in this week's featured guest. This week's Edge of the Web featured guest is Mark Schaefer, author of the book Known. How about that for an intro, Mark? Man, I love the theme music. <laughs> we got it's the epic. deep. We got the deep voice guy too. I mean, I felt like a superhero. <laughs> And that's the feeling we want you to have all the time. <laughs> well, welcome back to the edge. It's been a while, and and uh, we really appreciate you coming back on the show, sir. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. All right, I need to tell our listeners who haven't come across you, Mark, and. Shame on them. Shame on them. I'm saying. I'm going to go through a litany of things here real quick and and, and just hold on to your hat here. Uh, Mark's a a globally recognized blogger, speaker, educator, business consultant, and author who blogs at one of the top marketing blogs in the world. Uh, He's the seventh most most mentioned person by CMOs on Twitter and is among the top 10 most retweeted marketing authorities in the world. There we go. I could stop there, but no. (laughs) He's listed as one of the top 10 authorities on social selling by Forbes. Blogs on the top 1% of blogs in the world. Uh, he's he's worked in global sales, PR, uh, numerous things for 30 years. And, uh, and, and well, he's also focused on his consulting services over at Schaefer Marketing Solutions. And I'm... I'm gonna. No, I'm not gonna stop there because he's also part of part of the the marketing companion. He's a co-host along with Tom Webster, who's also been on the show before, uh, from Edison Research, and uh, fantastic. But I'm not even gonna stop there. <laughs> I tell you, it just keeps on going. It's like a clown car, Mark. <laughs> So you've got books, and you have five best-selling marketing books, The Content Code, Social Media Explained, Return on Influence, Born to Blog, and the the best-selling book on Twitter, The Tao of Twitter. Uh, His books have been used for textbooks by 50 universities and been translated into 12 languages. (sighs) Okay. That's Mark Schaefer, I'd, everybody. I'd like to ex- I'd like to thank the Academy for this award. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I mean, literally. I mean, no, so, no wonder I'm so tired. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. You need to take a break, bud. I know. Um, that, that's so much, and and, and certainly uh, thrilled to have you on the show. We really wanted to to get you in and talk to you about your most recent book, and that is the book Known. Um, it's it's a fantastic book around around the concept of digital branding. Uh, the sub- subtext is uh, the handbook for building and unleashing your personal brand in the digital age. So, what prompted you to talk about or, or write this book, Mark? Well, it, it was really a number of things coming together in my in my mind, and 
I, I've never had a plan to write books. Yeah. I, um, I may never write another book. I don't know. But when I find a problem that's, that's on the mind of a lot of my clients and a lot of my friends, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of dive into it and I, like, I hold on to it like a dog and become obsessed with figuring out this problem. And in this case, um, when I was, would be helping people or talking to students, a lot of people would say, Mark, uh, someday I would like to write a book. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? I would like to start a speaking career. I would like to be invited to teach at a university. I'd like to be awarded a board position. Yeah. I'd like to um, be recognized for my work in my industry. I'd like to be invited to talk you know, on, at a conference someday. And my response to all of these issues, all of these opportunities was, well, to do that, you have to be known. Mm-hmm. And I started wondering, well, how do you do that? And I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine who's really known in the, in the business world. And I said, can anybody become known? Right. He said, you know, I, I don't know. He said, it seems like there's like a certain something. I'm not sure I could teach somebody to become known. And so I just became obsessed yeah. with figuring this out. Can you, is there a process? Mm-hmm. And so the first step was to do a lot of research, a lot of reading. I just absorbed everything I could in the, in the field on personal branding. And what I found was, is that there's a lot of real fluff out there about, you know, follow your dream. If you can dream it, you can be it. (laughs) And and it does, it never really goes beyond finding your passion. Well, then how do you activate that? How do you turn that into something? What is the process? And then the next step was I started talking to people and I kind of went down this rabbit hole and ended up interviewing almost a hundred different people Mm. from all kinds of walks of life, education, banking, real estate, construction, fashion, finance, music, and all over the world. And what I found is that every person in every part of the world, in every field did the same four things that indeed there is a path. There is a process. It's not necessarily easy, but I articulated through the stories of these people I interviewed how to become known. That's you, what the book is about. You, you spent 15 months interviewing all those people, and that 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 one shows that you truly were focused and obsessed. But but, I, but <laughs> not but, in a healthy way. <laughs> but more importantly, it was empirical data that you were going after because you have all the self help concepts, and it's almost like this thermal layer that. It really doesn't go deep, and you see such a churning. And in your book, you actually reference there's like 3,000 books, if not more, on Amazon that have some sort of self-help connection to, to, to getting known and how to, how to lift your brand. And, and I mean, literally, you're, you were doing some deep diving that was, that's needed to be done. You were actually executing almost like an experiment mindset to be able yeah. to reflect and understand um, what those similarities are uh, in your book, and if you don't mind me just just jumping in a, a couple times, uh, you were talking about what success used to mean to the old the pre digital marketing realm, where you know the office success was job title, salary, achievements, 
uh, degrees on the wall. Stuff on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> Executive relationships and all the all the perks and the benefits from those relationships. But you said the internet, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows your title. Nobody. No, and nobody it's quite could shocking. Give a <laughs> <laughs> kind of disappointing in a way. <laughs> well, that's that's and 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 to to the point. Um, if I could ask you to to kind of briefly give us the history of of where you were in your life in those in that executive realm and what you came to find out. Uh, and again, this was—I mean—you've lived this process, so yeah, you were in the executive realm. So give us a little snapshot there. Well, I mean, I had a great career and I was not one of these. Uh, I've had my own business for about uh, nine years now, mm -hmm. but I, I was never the type of person who said, I, you know, I can't work for the man. I, I, I had great experiences working for, for a big company and was really at the top of the executive food chain. Yep. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I had a global team. I was being wined and dined all over the world. Uh, I was the go-to guy for anything that had to do with the internet in my company. Yeah. I had CRM and marketing reporting to me and business to business integration. And we had a customer portal. And then um, it was time for me to do something else. And uh, it was time to kind of reinvent myself. So I started my own business and started uh, teaching and consulting. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it just seems like so much sense now. But when that veil of silence dropped, where no, all of a sudden, in, literally overnight, nobody knows who you are. You have to start over. And what I realized is, I've, you know, I've got seven patents. Mm. I've got these patents that are on my, uh, on my wall. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares. Mm. I've got two graduate degrees. Nobody knows. Nobody cares. I'm starting at zero. Mm. And I had to rebuild. And, and the only... I had this huge equity in my influence of all this stuff. And today, the only thing that matters is, are you known? Either you're known or you're not. And if you're known, that can provide a permanent and sustainable advantage to you throughout your career. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, there's, so you, you lived and breathed that um, getting known, I mean, most people think, I mean, this in another ethereal concept there's, it's, it's so removed from everyday life that there's no on-ramps. There's no true guides uh, on, 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 on structure and how to actually even start. And people think it's yeah. un, unattainable, right? Right. So, and there's, it's so overwhelming. Yes, sir. Yeah. It, you know, where do you start? You know, do I, do I become a YouTube star? Do I go to Instagram? Do I need to be on uh, Twitter? Yeah. Uh, do I need to buy my followers? Right. Uh, what do I do? And so when I really dissected it, it's not overwhelming. It's very linear. You do these four things. Now, within those four things, you have choices. Mm -hmm. And you have to find the thing that's right for you. And the book, I've got lots of exercises in the book. Absolutely. To help people discern how does this work for you. So it's a very, very practical book. I mean, I was just passionate about it. I just didn't want to leave people hanging and say, this is, right. this is what these other people did. I want people, I want people to grab onto this and I've got a workbook. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was too. about to say that. Yeah. You, yeah, you got to work. I, that makes people, it I just don't, I just don't want people to have any excuse 
that they 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 read this book and then drop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to make a decision. Look, it's not for me. And I, I address that in the book. It's mm-hmm. the weirdest self-help book ever because I've got an entire <laughs> chapter saying maybe this isn't for you. <laughs> 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 There's no fluff in this book. There's no cheerleading. No, it's, a re- no it's, a re- it's, it's a reality it, it, check. It it, really it, it's it, it's based on real stories and real people Absolutely. and how the real world, world works. It's not some fantasy with rainbows and unicorns saying everybody can do this and rah, rah, rah. Yep. And, uh, you know, let's walk across the hot coals. It's, it's none of that stuff. It's really, this is what works and it does take time and it does take effort. And, you know, I, I have a little part of the book where you can assess, is this the right time for you or is your time down the road? Yep. Because on average, it takes two and a half years to do this hmm. on average of the people, the 97, 98 people I interviewed for the book, hmm. it took them 30 months on average to wow. do it. So are you ready to have this 30 commit and have this 30 month mindset? Yeah. Because it does work, but it does take time. Yeah. You know, uh, what was it? Confucius said that I, I wrote of a thousand miles starts with <laughs> one step forward though. And you gave uh, in the book uh, a, a number of steps. I didn't mean to pontificate there. I just, I have a bookmark that says that. <laughs> therefore I wanted to throw it in there. Anyway, um, the, 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 the four key principles that you offer in the book. And if I, if I, I won't give anything away because I, I certainly want everybody to jump on there and, and grab one for themselves, finding a, susta- a sustainable interest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, these the people that you've interviewed have there it is right there. <laughs> We're absolute absolutely, and we uh, we want to talk about talk about that because I am so fired up. I've been I've been literally um, uh, drinking this book in here. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, you know, you're more than welcome, and uh, I want to be able to uh, offor this up to some of our listeners as well. So okay. uh, we're going to be able to work something out with you and uh, pass some uh, some books downstream to our listeners, but. Um, a sustainable interest, finding somebody's space, right? And choosing not to do everything, but just your channel of direction and determining the content that they're going to deliver as well as developing an audience. Now those seem simple, but Mark goes into some deep diving in each of those core concepts. Um, You were, you referred to Gary V whenever he was talking about finding your passion. Um, You know, it's just not enough to try to tack into that. You've got to know what those goals are and how sure. to achieve that, you know? Yeah. And, and again, I mean, uh, Gary is a remarkable guy. Oh, he's um, a monster. But Absolutely. In, in, in some ways, um, you know, re- remember a few years ago when every case study and every book was Zappos. Yep. Every marketing book. Zappos, right? And they said, well, you can be like Zappos. You can be like Zappos. And that's not true because to be Zappos, you have to be Zappos, right? You have to have that leadership. You have to have that off-center culture. And I think in some ways, Gary has become the new icon, become the new case study. And everybody Mm -hmm. says, oh, look, Gary did it. I can be Gary. And Gary is a singularly unique talent, a singularly unique person. And Instead of being the next Gary and hustling your way to fame, you need to be the very best you and figure out how you carve your path. And that's what this book is about is it's fine to have passion. It's fine to have a dream, but have a plan. Don't jump into some passion 
without thinking it through because you're going to spend a lot of your time on this. You're going to spend a big portion of your life in this. And what I just beg people is before you devote your life to something, think it through. Give yourself the very best possible chance to succeed. And, and and to double down on that, you you literally push people to to look at look at a thing look at things from a strategic way, finding the gaps where nobody yeah. else is actually contributing, or if there's something unique that you can actually do in a particular space. I love the metaphor of the tennis ball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that one thing that pulls you. Find, mm-hmm. Not just you know, what 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 you love, but what really drives you, and and that will move you mountains ahead of yeah. somebody who is tepidly trying to to dance in those waters. Um, you know, and on top of that, you'll never have that aha moment unless you actually try something. So you talk about paralysis of yeah. just being completely absorbed by things and and not even moving from you know space one. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, great exercises in the book to to just try to get people focus and they're they're simple exercises but they're eye-opening to a lot of people and you know the other day i was coaching a young woman who's an executive at a fortune 100 company and mm-hmm. on how on how to be known and she was really stuck on this she said i like so many things yeah. and she said i just don't know what i want to be known for and so she started talking about all the different things that she's interested in and i said what makes you come alive mm-hmm. what is that moment that just makes your heart thing. And she threw off this comment. She said, I love it when I bring people to their moment of courage. Hmm. Isn't that profound? Absolutely. And it ties together every single thing she does in her life. I said, wait a minute, that's it. You bring people to their moment of courage. And there was just silence on the phone. And I thought she was going to cry. She said, that is absolutely right. That is it. And so the exercises in the book just make you look at your life in different ways to mm-hmm. find that theme, to find what, you know, what is your tennis ball? What right. is the thing that makes your heart sing? What is your, your only eye that you can bring to the world? Absolutely. Um, and with those exercises, you also uh, work through the book, all of these these uh, observations of different uh, individuals that have found their why, found their 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 drive. And, and well, that Greg Hickok, who shoots guns and and Isn't that crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> old guns, new guns, blue guns, red guns, whatever, whatever he does. <laughs> but he has three videos a week. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For years. Okay. Yep. And he has such an incredible. He's a he's a retired school teacher, mm-hmm. but he uh, yeah, he I, loves I, guns. He loves guns, guns, and and more power to him. And and just being able to craft. I mean that that's the entire essence of what you're talking about. You don't have to go high. You go niche and you go deep. And mm-hmm. that type of co- content um, gra- pulls people towards you. And people, you're like a gravity well. You're you're pulling people in. Although that kind of turns into an event horizon and everybody <laughs> implodes, but yeah, probably a different analogy. Um, as long as they have money, it's okay. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, so uh, the book debunks a lot of things. It's not all about passion, and you're absolutely right. It's not about just trying to be on fire. You've got to 
to uh, um, you, you've got to discipline yourself, and uh, you're not going to have an overnight success. And I think I think the reality is finally sinking in that people. Uh, can't just light themselves on fire in, in in social media and expect just by being there that that, that something's going to happen. I mean, you don't. Well, have... I'll, I'll be. I'll divulge something to you that yeah. when I started this uh, journey, I, I started the book with kind of a hypothesis, mm-hmm. and I whenever I write a book, I always let the research write the book. So um, so and what I and when I started. I was looking for the shortcut. I wanted to write a book six months. <laughs> oh, wow. Six months to internet fame and fortune. And what I found is I could not find it. It is not there. It just isn't. Excellent. There is no shortcut um, that you've got to do the work and you've got to be patient. Mm-hmm. And here is something that was so profound to me that. I, the, the last question I asked everybody was if you could reach through the book, not in a creepy way, but sure. if you could, if you could <laughs> give people some piece of advice to encourage them, what would it be? And almost every person said consistency yeah, yeah, or resiliency yeah, yeah. or tenacity as if people quit too soon. Absolutely. And if you look at these people that we love and we admire and we look up to, and, 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 and ask them if you get a chance, how long did it take for your personal brand to tip? Mm-hmm. They will tell you without exception, two years, three years, yep. four years, maybe even five years. And there, you know, there, there is no shortcut. You've got you've to build that audience. You've got to build an actionable audience. You've got to create that emotional connection yep. with those people through your content. And it, it, it takes time and work and consistency well, I've yeah, learned yeah. is more important maybe than talent, mm-hmm. maybe more important than the big idea. There's something to be said for outlasting people. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and sticking with it and, and having people know you're not going to let us down. Yeah. You're going to be there and, and we, you know, we can count on you and, you know, we've enjoyed you for years. <clears throat> well, I mean, the, the you're absolutely right, and there's so many exercises in the book. You also have a number of exercises about just how the fi- how to find the time, because a, a lot of this is just disciplining yourself mm-hmm. and making sure that whatever the content <laughs> is that you're pushing out there, whatever the what the broadcast is, that you're doing it almost regimentally on on on, on, the, on the screws. And uh, uh, I love your twentieth idea. I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> but I think that is literally the best idea on the internet. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna have to read the book to find out. All right. Um, I, I wanted to um, ask you um, not only uh, observations of the book, but I wanted to change briefly into um, the, the the fear of being uh, 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 missing out, fear uh, the FOMO, um, because this couples with this concept uh, in, in a particular manner. There's an entire um, self-image uh, that society has indelibly tied to um, being visible in 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 certain areas, and you're talking about getting known for a specific purpose of of 
showing your passion and, and, and lifting up and being able to be brought into conferences and be able to, to, to uh, uh, be the authority in spaces. But the, the, the FOMO side of things, right, it's, 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 it's an envy piece. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a space that, that leads people into an area where they, they're not really disciplined. They're not going to do things. They just want to be in the, in the same places as other people and other wakes uh, that are leaving behind. Do you see FOMO as turning into a, 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 a bit of an epidemic in, in uh, society today? Well, you know, I think a lot depends on the person, but I saw this statistic that really haunts me mm-hmm. and continues to haunt me. And it's that the overwhelming emotion that 30% of the people feel when they look at their Facebook news stream is jealousy. Right. Yeah. And because we show our shiny best selves. And you've got all these little rainbow bombs on the web that, you know, it's like where, you know, you can do it and you're great. And right. you look at the, at the web and you think, geez, everybody here is in some stage of becoming remarkable other than me. Right. Exactly. And I wish there was some way I could, I could keep people focused and centered. And the way I tried to do it in the book is it was a difficult decision and a very intentional decision to end the introduction of the book with a very personal story mm-hmm. and a very dark story about me. And it was my way of kind of putting my arm around the reader mm-hmm. and saying, wherever you are in your life, I was probably below that. Yeah. So come on, let's do this together. Excellent. And because I, I didn't want them to think I'm talking from the top of a mountain or I'm on an island someplace. Right. I wanted them to know I'm just like you. I'm probably I was probably lower than you. I was I was a completely lost and broken person yeah, when I started my path. journey. Yep. And so let's focus on you. The wrong reason to do this is because what other people are doing. You're never going to win. You're never going to achieve that kind of validation. You have to stay focused on your goal, mm-hmm. on your journey, and mm-hmm. take joy in that in that journey. And most important is to stay focused because it is going to take a lot of work. And I, I find this as a huge problem when I talk to people. You know, they want to do this. They want to do this. They look at the competitor, and they're right. on Snapchat, and now they're doing uh, podcasts, and and uh hey, hey there's you, nothing wrong with podcasts i mean come on oh no i love podcasts <laughs> but i mean i i wrote i worked on my blog and built my audience on my blog for five years yep before i decided to do a podcast and because i because my promise to my readers on my blog is i will never let you down mm-hmm. and i had to figure out a way to do a podcast and still keep that promise on my blog that's right and not lose that focus so um yeah, I agree. And I wish there was some way, you know, I wish I could write the anti-FOMO book, yeah. but I don't, I, that's a, it's a pretty big hurdle. It is. And you have um, a lot of, uh, of the new generation that is in, in a pursuit of this, you know, the, the, the supposed millennial. I really don't even think, think that we have millennials anymore. It's more like a, uh, an immersion into, into 
this side of the equation, this entire sociological uh, waiting pool or, or the yeah. uh, social media waiting pool. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there's such a pursuit here. I mean, there's going to be a pendulum swing back. Uh, there's going to be a place where this this the edifice will crumble. That it's not. Well, you know what the you know what the pendulum swing is. Yeah. It's what we talked about earlier on the program with the rise mm-hmm. of Messenger and Snapchat and WhatsApp. Yep. Is that people are tired of being scrutinized. That's right. They're tired of being bullied and they're taking it into a private network for just their friends yep. where the content disappears. Do you remember that one social media platform that had 52 friends only? Uh, there was a study at yeah. one point. What was that thing called? Was it Ralph? Path? I, I can't remember. Path? Yeah. Yeah, it was several years back, and yeah. oh, you could only yeah. have like fifty-two friends because yeah. a study had shown that anything beyond that is is ineffective, and you, you're sure. distanced and what have you. I yeah. think it was a startup that really kind of floundered out there, but I mean, they're coming back to it. We are absolutely coming back to you. You're absolutely right with the messenger and these these uh, in, internal chat uh, uh, tools there. Um, you know, I just wanted to get your insight on that because it's, it's certainly being known is a pursuit. Uh, inside of inside of uh, inside of personal branding and corporate branding, I mean they, they both go hand in hand. Uh, you've got a lot of people that need. I to- mean, I think I think to, the, the way I look at it mm-hmm. is that this is a life skill. Yep. This is just like learning uh, to write, or learning uh, math, or learning computer coding. Absolutely. I I really think that knowing how to have an effective personal presence on the web is a life skill. And if you're an individual who can master that, you're going to have an advantage. Absolutely. If you're a company that encourages your employees to be known, mm-hmm. you're going to have an advantage because people will have that emotional connection to your employees and hopefully by association to your company. Fantastic. No, you're absolutely right. So companies, uh, encouraging that now you know you also have the the companies that are scared of that type of risk or, or perceived risk but it's out there whether or not sure whether or not they encourage or not you're going to have people that are developing their own brand um and it, but but on top of that giving guidelines of how to filter yourself how to clean up and 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 not let it all just hang out there because we have an entire generation that does not i mean the the, the young ones the the the, the teens that, have given, uh, that are complete digital marketing uh, natives, right? They've never known anything else, which blows my mind. But, I mean, they're there, and they still don't have the filter. And we have to be able to teach them how to protect themselves and still be able to engage and build their personal brand. So there's, so you're, you're, you're blazing a trail there, Mark, and, and we really do appreciate it. Um, I, uh, we look forward to your other books. You, I know you're going to write another book. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, well, I, 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 I do enjoy doing it because of the wonderful feedback I get from people like you. Uh, cool. when I, I mean, one of the things I talk about in my book is the importance of purpose to, to be able to do something for year after year after year. It can't yeah. just be about you. It can't just be about the money. You've got to have an idea that you're helping other people. And that is really what drives me. So when I hear someone like, uh, when I hear you guys appreciate the book or 
you know, I mean, the thing that's been different about this book is people are writing me saying, this changed my life. Mm -hmm. This is the most inspiring book I've ever listened to on Audible. And that is my fuel. So if I can have that impact on people, maybe I'll write another book. You, you (laughs) You broke in to something else. And I don't know if you knew it at the moment in time, but you broke into a whole nother area that's not just digital marketing tactics. It's really authenticity. And that was the yeah. that was the subtext of the entire thing. And you broke into a whole other channel, kind of like busting yeah. through a wall. And there's a lot of people that need to know the that where to, how to be authentic because mm-hmm. we are being trained by social media not to be just like we were talking about the f- entire FOMO principle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, sorry, I'm all getting <laughs> excited here. Uh, yeah. uh, Mark, I got a question for you. Yep. How do you? As you're building your brand, your personal brand, how, how do you protect yourself from from a, a Vine incident? So, so so all these people who became known as, as Viners, mm-hmm. who, you know, they're creating their six second videos, and now now Vine's been shut down. How how do you how do you protect yourself um, from investing in a platform like Vine, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Twitter can yank the yank the rug out from underneath you, and and what you what you built could be gone. Well, I mean, I think there it, it, there is a risk in that. Um, I think if you, uh, in the book, I explore different opportunities for differentiation. Okay. And one opportunity could be going to some platform where, uh, where nobody else is. You know, I think that's kind of risky. And what I emphasize instead in the book is that really there are th- there are three specific types of content most people use to build their brand. It's written content, audio content, like a podcast like we're mm-hmm. doing today, mm-hmm. or video. Okay. And the, you know, what's a blog today? I don't know. I mean, I take a blog post, I publish it on Facebook, I put it on Medium, I put it on uh, LinkedIn. It may end up in the Harvard Business Review. It's, it's right. not necessarily blogging, it's, it's written con- content. You know, uh, at the beginning of your show, you're creating audio content, Mm -hmm. but you're putting it on on Stitcher and iHeartRadio and and iTunes and blah, 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 blah. Now, one of those might go away, but it's not going to jeopardize your audio content. Uh And and same with video. I mean, I think the smart people is, um, you know, you've never really had, you don't hear about a, a, a viral Vimeo content. (laughs) <laughs> or uh, you know sorry to love say you, Vimeo. Yeah. <laughs> but uh but you know you you, you have viral content on youtube right. so be yeah. on youtube right and yeah. and but there are lots and lots of ways to differentiate yourself and still be in on some of the mainstream platforms but protecting yourself by yeah. having that, yeah. that it's almost like a portfolio management sure. management yeah, yeah being diversified and absolutely that's i just remember there was like a cbs story i remember a couple years ago how these three viners were just Killing it and making their getting product promos. Oh, sure. and, and Not to Vine. mention Bat Dad. I mean, Bat yeah, Dad sure. is awesome. Yeah, and like now that revenue stream for them is gone, and they yeah. they went all in on Vine, and yeah. I was like, oh. yeah. yeah. How many how many people do we know went in on all in on Google Plus? Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, to, to wrap up, and we certainly appreciate your time, Mark. What bugs you about your industry right now? What bugs me? Yeah. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Um, I think um, 
what bugs me is kind of maybe a continuation of the of of the FOMO theme mm-hmm. where we a lot of people spend too much time assessing other people and judging other people and trying to put other people down. Yeah. And um I think the the, the thing I would prefer that people focus on is look, you have no competition. There's only one you. There's I mean there's only one person that has your background, your experience, your education, hmm. and just find that. And the internet is just beginning. 10 or 15 years from now, we're going to look back and we're going to say, oh my gosh, I wish I lived in 2017. Mm-hmm. There were so many opportunities. Yeah. Uh, the, the people and the content and the ideas that are going to be impacting our, us the most yep. 10 years from now haven't been invented yet. Yeah. I mean, there's room for you. You don't have to worry about anybody else. I mean, let other people be other people. Just stay centered on on, on what matters uh, to you, what matters to your life and your family, and and just live in that space and 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 ha- have fun in that space. Yeah, const- don't don't look on the other side of the fence. I mean, learn how to reveal yourself. But I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. It, that, that's that's where we should all be content with ourselves and not yeah. be, not be I think le- leadership begins with elevating other people, not, not, not putting people down. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, conversely, what excites you about your industry right now? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> we are on the brink of so much cataclysmic change, literally on the brink with, huh. you know, artificial intelligence, right. Fueled by big data. Uh, virtual reality is going to change everything that we do in marketing. Um, you know, AI fueling chatbots. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the next few years is is going. It's going to be a wild, wild ride. <laughs> I, I, I got to know: Are you a, a automatic car uh, uh, proponent or non uh, automatic car? I got to know where where you yeah. where you're laying there. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think it's really, uh, I, I think it's going to happen. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of advantages to it. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be everywhere for everybody because people like to drive cars. Absolutely. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I just, I think there, it's, it's going to create a lot of new economic opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's going to create some enormous opportunities for marketing. Because all of a sudden, there's going to be a lot of people with free time on their hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I saw a study that, I mean, if every if, if there were uh, self-driving cars every everywhere, yep. it was going to free up a trillion hours of time. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Uh, so that's a lot of time to show people. I thought we eyes. had some time that, <laughs> just sitting on the can. Now we're in the car. <laughs> yeah. Think of all those hours that marketers can now ruin. I know, right? <laughs> oh, no, we'd never do that. Uh, well, give us an amazing but true fact about yourself, Mark. An amazing but true fact about myself. Um, well, I mean, I think a lot of people didn't know that I've got seven patents. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of the first one that, that comes to my head. That's a lot of work to get those. I mean, just the life cycle of a patent itself is, is a huge pro- process in an undertaking. Is it not? Yeah, but I was lucky because I just worked with a lot of smart people and, and, and I had the idea mm-hmm. I kind of had the core concept Got and it. then I had some really cool people working with me that made it come true. 
And uh, so it really wasn't that much work. <laughs> it was you, just a good idea. Do you, do you have a good Doug Carr story? <laughs> <laughs> Huge friend of the show and, and, and a lifelong friend over Doug. here. Uh, oh, he's awesome. Doug, Doug and I are actually starting a new, a new podcast. That's right. Sponsored by Dell, uh, talking about digital transformation. And uh, he is a, he's, he's a lovely man, and I do have some stories, but I can't tell them. Oh. <laughs> a Family <little> show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same here. We actually have a therapy group that we'd like to invite you on, th- on Thursdays, just a friends of Doug Carr. If, uh... post, post Doug. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, one, one question from the social media audience before we go. What would be one thing that people could do to promote their personal or company brand, and what should they invest in uh, either their time or money into? <laughs> how how I big mean, of, come on how big of a it's, softball was that it's it's 17 freaking dollars <laughs> so go over to uh, www it's the best 17 dollars you'll ever spend absolutely you know what the, and, the audible book uh, is know, very I mean, very good get, as well you get, you get 15 months of my life for seventeen dollars, <laughs> I don't know if that's an equitable trade, man. <laughs> it isn't, believe me. <laughs> so businessgrow.com for businesses. Businesses. I'm grow. sorry, businessesgrow.com yeah. forward slash known dash book. You can see it right there on your feed. We'll also have it uh, in the show notes and on the on the Facebook post after we close out. But um, check the book out. It's an incredible utility to 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 tag our, our friend Jay Bear. It's useful. It has a workbook that comes along with it. And guess what? I just ordered the workbook. So I'm there you go. big fan. And the audio book is fantastic as well. Um, Thank you. Now what's, what's that like, right? Recording an audio book. Yeah. It's hard work. I bet. And you just and you just say, please don't get sick. Please don't get allergies. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. How long does that take you, uh, by and large? Well, I... Yeah, I've I've done it enough times now that I know you've you've got to do it over a period of weeks. You right. just have to do to have that amount of concentration and to have the right inflection and the yep. right tone and the right emotion. You can't be tired. You have mm-hmm. to have a very, very mm-hmm. high degree of concentration, and you can only do that in small amounts. So I think it's a seven hour book, I wanna say. Yeah. And I probably did it over a period of maybe seven or eight weeks. Oh, wow. So do you have like a feedback uh, just listening to yourself to get you back into that that type of emotion? Can you can you give yourself that kind of prod or is it just, uh, you know, the zone when you when you have the zone kind of thing? Well, what 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 I did this time is is when I got a chapter back from the editor and Mm -hmm. it was kind of final then I, I, I did the audio right away because it was still really fresh to me. I, I still was right in the middle of those stories and right in the middle of the emotion. Sure. And uh, so that that helped me a lot this time. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, hey, oh, by the way, Mark, is there anything that we could promote for you? <laughs> One more time. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see the book. It, look, see it even dances. Whoa. <laughs> so go go buy it, go check it out and uh, and uh, we certainly implore our listeners to, you know what? 
what I want to do is uh, do a giveaway. So uh, I want to uh, give away 10 books uh, of Mark uh, 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 that Mark wrote to, to our listeners. So we're going to have a, a contest on Edge here right after the show. And, uh, Mark, I'll reach out oh, to you. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll uh, pick up 10 books for you and uh, move them on down the line. We certainly uh, want to hear from our, our, our listeners. Uh, huge, huge fan of, of this uh, this book in particular. The Dow was fantastic, but this one is a is it, it, like I said, it's a, it's a breakthrough moment. That it's not just how to get something done; it's also how to be authentic while you're doing it. Um, so you can find uh, Mark. Can you tell us where we can find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find all of my social media stuff at um, businessesgrow.com, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's hard for people to remember how to spell Schaefer, so I just send <laughs> people to Businesses Grow. You can find my blog, my books, my podcast, all my social media stuff, and. Cool. Tons of other free content to help uh, marketers of of every in every place. And uh, Mark's also on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can search for him there. Uh, your blog is uh, businessesgrow.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, check it out. A lot of good content yep. going through. Listen to uh, the Marketing, Marketing Companion. Companion. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Tom Edi- uh, Tom Edi- uh, no, Webster Tom Webster of Edison, we got to reach out and see if we can get Tom on the on the show again as well. We we he's, certainly he's the best, fantastic. <laughs> and uh, Amazon for the book itself. So, uh, any final thoughts, final words there, Mark? No, thank you. And once again, congratulations on the milestone of your show. Thank and, you. And thanks, thanks for all the great work that you do. We, we appreciate you out here. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, hopefully it won't be another four years before we get you back on the show. <laughs> right. You know? Bring me back. Thank we, you. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to Edge of the Web Radio. A special thank you to our colleagues over at uh, Site Strategics and our guest, Mark Schaefer. And make sure to check out all of our must-see videos and more insider information at edgeofthewebradio.com. That's edgeofthewebradio.com. We'll talk to you next week. Do not be a, be- a piece of a piece of cyber driftwood. Take care. Bye-bye.